God's house. Not a greater place to be, Wednesday night or Sundays. I don't get to make a lot of Wednesday nights because of work. But I have been blessed to get the opportunity to stand before you and speak with you tonight. If you don't mind, I'd like to open with a prayer of my own. Father God, join us in, the, in this room. We know, that, we know that your hands are all over us. And Father God, may our attention be solely, solely on you. Yes, I am here as a body, and, and I want your will to come through, so I am merely a vessel. I didn't prepare a lot of words tonight, Lord, because I don't want them to be my words. Lord, I want them to be yours. If something can come from this that someone needed to hear tonight, Lord, may all the glory go to you. May all the glory go to you. In Jesus' name I pray. You know, guys, that last song, and for those of you that don't know me, I'm Pat and Chris's trouble child. I'm the sound engineer that gets a little wild up there. They, <laughs> you know, I think uh, the choir will see me throwing my arms up, and um, I just get involved. When the Holy Spirit starts moving, you just get involved. I think uh, sometimes I get a little much for Pat. Y'all, he punches hard, you know. <laughs> We get up there, and, and he'll say, turn it down. So if, it, if it's too loud or if the guitar's going, it's probably my fault. So I heard someone say that 90% of everything that happens in the church is the sound guy's fault. Uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm true to that. Billy said he was going to make his way up there to give me some feedback so I'd feel right at home. I thought that was really nice. You know, um, I didn't prepare a lot of, of verbiage because I don't know what, is supposed to be said. But I want to talk about praying because sometimes it's easier for us in here, you know, and, and praise the Lord for the opportunity of, uh, you know, a church pew, the altar, to come pour your soul out. If you're troubled, if you've got something that bothers you, if, you, if, you're, if you're blessed, if you're happy, prayers are so powerful and it it feeds us and fills us to get to come in here and do it. It's when we take it back out there where, the, where, where some, someone we meet on a daily basis may not be walking with the Lord, but they ask a question or they spark a conversation. And you want to, you want to help them. You want to know something to say to them just to see if their heart is longing for the Lord. I know... My heart longed for the Lord for a long time. But bless Miss Bobby's heart, she's been married to a stubborn man for 35 years. I didn't give in easy. But um, y'all, I had a praying wife. And um, with that, I'll just, I have a, we deal with a lot of customers, both at the store and through the construction company. And I was telling one of my customers about my past. I am 55 years old. I'll be 56 September 17th. But I only come to know the Lord April of 2001. That makes me a 19-year-old. I'm 10 foot tall and bulletproof when it, when it comes to God. I, I am hungry. I am enthusiastic. And I am joyful for someone to ask me, well, what have you done or where have you been? Because my, my road's not that clean. Today, thanks to a lot of prayers and a lot of people, I'm standing on solid ground. I feel like the Lord has a hold of me, and I feel like that more than ever, 
I long to have a hold of him. I want to be able to walk down the street and have a conversation loud enough that if I'm walking past somebody and I'm by myself, they're going to think, who is he talking to? Because that's, that's how I pray. I pray every day, day in and day out in conversation. James 5, 13 through 20 tells us, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another, and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. A righteous man and a righteous woman, y'all. Because of a righteous woman, again, I have this opportunity to be a vessel. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain for three years and six months. He prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth, and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns the sinner from his error, from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. That means a lot to me. Because I was on that road. I was on that wrong road. And I like to look at journey. I like to um, drop them dead dead back there. I'm not the woodsman he is, but I do enjoy the woods. I like walking in the creeks. Y'all ever been in the Smoky Mountains and seen those beautiful creeks with the big rocks in, in Gatlinburg and just stand out there and see how far you can go out there into the river without getting too far? That's where I see myself. And I think that for me, it works because by the grace of God, I am forgiven. That means when I made mistakes, let's, let's use a river. Let's say that we're standing on that rock, and it's pretty solid, and you're feeling pretty good. You and God are tight. You feel like everything is um, the way it should be. You're, you're, you're talking to the Lord I think as much, if not more importantly, you're listening to the Lord, not only for yourself, for those around you. If someone walks up and needs conversation, sometimes it's hard to be prepared. But as Dana pointed out the words of the song, our God is so powerful. David and Goliath, all the other soldiers were scared. Goliath was a big giant of a man but he is not stronger than our lord no water coming my way and th and this is me no water coming my way is stronger than the god who has me in his hand i am on his rock and you know what i've learned in my short time is that when when i feel like i've lost grip of the rock or when I feel like I've lost grip and, I, and I'm being carried downstream by waves that I don't like. Things in life that happens, mistakes that I made, bad choices that I made, that carried me way downstream. But praise God, I had hands. I had hands reaching out. I had my praying wife. I had my family. I had my son. 
I'm proud that he gets to see a man up here today talking to you because he spent a lot of his life not seeing that man. He spent a lot of his life seeing a man being tossed around by waves and currents in a river and who didn't know how to properly ask God to help him guide his household and guide his home. And now my son's here and he gets to hear me speak. And not that me speaking is anything special. I ask to be a vessel. I, I just want to be a vessel. May God's words flow. But I would ask that each of you appreciate with a, a gratitude that will drop you to your knees the blessings of, of what the, he, he died on a cross for us. That made me flawless. No matter what I have done, no matter what I do, granted, I have the responsibility of, a, of an adult man who worships the Lord. I don't want to let him down. I will, but I try every day not to. So I try every day to open my eyes and open my ears and listen and speak and grow just where, where he may take me. And in the earlier years of our lives, you know, we, we spend a lot of time on the road as musicians. And you see things that, that shouldn't happen. You see things that, that, that go on. And then Bobby and I have talked many times about the joys of no longer having to worry about whether or not you got 30,000 or 3,000 people in the crowd. Because it doesn't matter if it's just one. Because now we're singing and doing what we do for the Lord. And that means with one or more, you got church. You got a beautiful thing. And that's what we have here. And that's where I think for those, but for me, for a hungry, young, energetic teenager who, who knows Christ and longs to learn him better, I, I'm just, I'm so blessed. I'm blessed with people in our small group who know more about the Bible than I do. And that is such a lesson when, when I'm supposed to be the, the Sunday school teacher. I learn as much from them as they do me. I speak of ideas, obviously going through the lesson book, and we bring up conversations. And if there's something I don't understand, I'm humble enough to look at one of my classmates and say, does someone know how to, how to tell this story better? Because no matter how I perceive it, I think we all perceive everything differently. So to get one or more opinions kind of helps open my eyes. And I also have to say that I think that maybe, maybe it's okay that I wasn't okay. Maybe there was a reason. Miss Bobby printed some lyrics that, that, are, that touched me, and they... Not all of you have had the past that I've had, and, and I haven't had the past that you've had. I don't think any two humans can say, oh, well, we're exactly the same, traveled the exact same path. No, we have detours. When I'm on my rock, I have currents that come by. I have unexpected logs that have fallen in the river that are coming my way. But I know to stand my ground, and I know that when I cannot stand my ground, if I give it to God, he will hold me on that rock. And that's where I try to help people who whether they work with me, whether they're younger, whether they're someone meeting in the street, just to, 
to have a taste of where they've been or what they're going through makes it a little easier for me, just me, I'm not saying that this fits all of us, makes it easier for me to get down there with them. And, you know, one of the things I've learned from when I grow up, there's a few people in here that I want to be like. So (laughs) those people won't just say, well, I'll pray for you. It's great to tell people we'll pray, and, and, and we should. We should pray for, for our leaders, our children, society today with the things that have happened just this past week. Society today needs our prayers. They need the Lord dangerously bad. That's the best way I know to put it. Because when you put sinners in situations where they're lost, you don't know what they're going to do. And when you start taking that angle to someone who's not dangerous, but he is lost, what can you do? What can you do to help him? Tonight, when, when, um, when, I, you know, when I was asked to speak, people didn't tell me they would pray for me. They stopped me. I've had three people stop me tonight, and I thank all of you. And they prayed right then and there. And they said the things that I needed to hear. And I just hope that in this opportunity where the Lord has me right here, right now, today, that something I say can be taken back with you. You don't know, and I don't know, what somebody might be going through, what they might need to hear. Are they on the verge of going back to bad habits, we'll call them. If you've lived bad habits, you know you know the right from wrong and you know when you when you when you have met God and when you have felt the holy spirit when you ha- when you you can't deny it when you can't deny it then you know it's there and you know when it's got a hold of you and then there are times in life when us myself other people who may not be on the road that we're on are backsliding And just to know the words, not because I'm any better, but because I've been in that ditch. I have been in that ditch that particular person might be going through. Odds are, y'all, with my past, I've been in a lot of ditches. (laughs) So, you know, I think that if you don't know what it hurts like to be broken, then you don't know what it feels like to be whole. You don't know what it feels like to be cradled by God's hand because you're the one that you you think, well, what am I going to do? God, where are you? Y'all, he didn't move. That rock didn't go anywhere. If I backslide, it's because I slid off of my rock. God never left me. It was I who backed up and backslid and left him. And praise God for the times and the people who may see or notice a change or something that, that in my eyes even, that where they look, at they, they look at me and they say, are you okay? You want to pray? You know, it, you would be surprised how much impact prayer has. When we start new jobs, I get my crew together. And I, I, t- I tell these stories from me. But please understand, I hope that they're from God. Because when I grab my guy's hands 
And y'all got to imagine, my job lead, he's 6'6". He played uh, tackle for uh, Jack Harbaugh at WKU. So when my little hand fits in his big mitt, (laughs) I pray. And we talk about what is going on. We talk about what's going on that day. We talk about what we are doing. Because nothing that we do, again, using David as, as an analogy, nothing, be it Goliath, be it the want for that next bad habit, nothing is stronger than our Lord and the righteous glory that he brings when he has a hold of you. He teaches you so much. So, again, maybe it's okay that I wasn't okay. I look back and I look at the, da- the, the damage that I've done to my life and the years that I wasted. Wow, oh wow. If only years earlier had I turned I turned a lot of times to my wife and said I want what you I want what you've got I see it I see it all around you and you can when you when you meet people you can you know if they're wrapped by the Lord's it, it oozes out of them you can't help but notice that and on the same level when you meet people if they're down you you might not know what's wrong with them but God will tell you to pray or to speak or to ask a question. Question is a great way to, to start a conversation when you don't know what they're troubled, but something inside of you, whether I call it, I call it the Holy Spirit talking to me. The Holy Spirit says, Daryl, talk to that man or Daryl, talk to that person. Then I try to listen. Sometimes it falls on deaf ears, but what if? What if one time it doesn't? What if one time it doesn't? Again, going back to James 20. Let him know that he who turns a sinner from his error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. Y'all, we can't get away from sin in today's society. I like to say, if you ain't got nothing going on, you ain't got nothing going on. And what I mean by that is, you ever notice when you feel good, you feel like you're close with the Lord, you feel like everything's going okay, mama, everybody's doing good, your family's doing good, your, your children are, are in church, your children are growing up having children of their own, and you kind of back up with a little bit of nervousness waiting on the other, other foot to fall, waiting on something to go bad. I think that that is, and I'm going to say it at myself, Daryl, that's wrong thinking. You've got to know that when God has you, he has your best at heart. He doesn't want us to backslide off of the rock, and he doesn't want us to worry. Thank you, Teresa Scudder. If you're going to worry about it, why pray? And if you're going to pray about it, why worry? And when she said that, that clicked in me like, well, it's not left me. And Things and people around us I'm going to go ahead and say this, not in a boastful manner. They need God. They need us. If they don't already have it, they need us. If they don't have God in their soul, we should pray for them. Almost almost immediately grabbing them and saying, let's pray. Brother Ed walked up and he said, well, let's pray. Brother Dana walked up and he, they say, let's pray. They don't walk away saying, well, I'll pray for you. 
Sometimes, unexpectedly, that can be taken short-sighted or in passing. You know, we say, th- say things all the time that are taken in passing. Well, sometimes, I'm not going to say sometimes. I'm going to say if you grab that person's hand right then and you pray, it won't go past them. They'll know you meant what you said when you said, I will pray for you. Because you did it right then. And what if they needed to hear it right then? And what if none of us know what tomorrow brings? What if it was the last opportunity someone had to give that person a word of encouragement, a word of, of, of advice from my dirty road? I can tell you things that I used to be embarrassed to talk about. But today I'm not because God has overridden everything that I have done. You know why I like the river analogy and the rock? Because when I stand here, I think um, I've used a bridge in, in, in Sunday school class before. But, but when, I'm, when I stand here and I know that I am, I am with God and I am praying fervently for whatever issue is at hand, or I am giving him thanks for whatever small thing he may have blessed me or one of my family members with, or the church, or an individual, a friend. You, you just know, you know in your heart that he's there and he's listened. And so, somehow, I don't feel like the other foot's going to drop anymore. I feel like that if it does, it's okay. Because even if I can't handle it, if it knocks me off my rock, that's okay. Things will knock me off my rock. But by the grace of God, I get back up on it. And do you know why I like the water? Because my water in my past would be so muddy, would be so muddy that I would feel embarrassed to get up here and talk. But by the grace of God and through the dying of Jesus Christ, all the water behind me is now clean. It's clean. If I can handle what the river brings to me through prayer, through friends, and through family, counting on God to take care of it, we all know his will will be done. And as we pray for things, sometimes we don't get immediate answers. You know, I used to, Lord, hit me in the head with a brick. Well, it doesn't come that way sometimes. Sometimes it's harder to hear the answer than to actually pray the prayer. I think that we have to, well, let's use the old saying, God gave us two ears and two eyes and only one mouth for a reason. And I feel like that if we listen as much as we speak, maybe even a little bit more, then when that log comes down the river at me, God knows it's coming. He knew it was coming before I could even see it. He knows how to help Daryl get around it. He knows how to help Daryl, I want to say, if I need to, kneel on that rock and do nothing but fervently pray for God to take that log. And he'll do with it what his will is But as as I am down there praying on my little rock in the river, I know that it was his will. So if the log knocked me off, 
Let's say I got knocked off by something that I didn't actually do, but, but something medically, something family, something financial. We don't know what tomorrow brings, but let's say something unexpected knocked me off my rock. It might take me a minute or two to gather my bearings, but I praise God for the opportunity to come to a house like this so I can know that when I do get knocked off, I'm still okay. You know why? Because when I get back up, once again, the water's clean. It is clean behind me. I can go forward. And I think that's what I enjoy about being a young Christian. I enjoy looking at the next rock. I have done things, if someone would have told me in 2001 that I'd be a Sunday school teacher, I would have went, well, I don't know. <laughs> but praise God, by his glory, I get, to, I get the opportunity to be a vessel. Sometimes things are said that somebody needs to hear. Sometimes, you know, the lesson, is, the lesson alone is what they needed to hear. So it, it's, it's never me. And that's how, I, that's how I look at it. When, when things are coming at you, y'all, you can't change it. You can't, you can't leave life. You, you know trials and tribulations are going to come. So let's count on God, and let's count on the fact that he's got us. Because if we count on ourselves, I know every time he left it up to me in my life, I messed it up. I messed it up. Oh, boy, I thought I had it going on, though. You know, my wife had a record career. I was a sound engineer running the sound for all these big bands. And, oh, look at me go. Look at me go. <laughs> Today, that's funny. Today, that is funny to me because now where I want to be is right there. Or right there as someone else is speaking. I want to learn as much as I can, not just for me. I want to learn for those who are coming behind me. I feel like that as Christians, I think Jesus, Jesus would want us, I know he wants us to disciple to others and to help others. So the more I learn from those who are further up creek than I am, the more I learn, the better ready I am, the better able I am to reach down and maybe grab someone else who's being swept downstream. God knows somebody saved me, him, but people, he used people place in, in, in places in the right times that brought me to where I am today. What if, what if we're here? What if we're here standing on a rock? As the river of life goes by, you got logs, you got turbulence over here that you'll see, and you know that's a rough time coming. Lord, let's pray about that. You've got calm waters over here. That's good, Lord. Times are good. Thank you so much for the blessings. Forgive me where I fail you, because I will. I'll think I can make the next rock, because I want to grow as a Christian. I want to be able to tell other people about the joy <laughs> and the blessings of just being in his love, in his hand. Um, Proverbs. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion, 
A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. Y'all, that's why I look to those further up creek than I am. Again, you know, I'm just Daryl, but what I have learned in 19 years of walking with God is that I do have something to turn around and tell the gentleman on the rock behind me, the lady or the gentleman on the rock behind me, what if, what if I know enough to reach out and help them? Just what if? What if that opportunity comes? I would rather say, what if I can, than what if I didn't? Because if I didn't, then I didn't do what Jesus would have wanted me to do. He would have wanted me to help. He would have wanted me to teach. He would have wanted me to pass on, you know, my dirty laundry and how my laundry has now been made clean and now walking again in a creek where I know that the water coming at me might have turbulence and a little bit of turmoil coming at me, but God's got me. And because of that, all the water behind me is clear. When it gets to my rock, I'm going to slip. I'm going to stumble. I'm going to be human. We all are. We're, uh, we're going to pray for help. If it's good, we're going to thank him for his blessings. If, if Daryl is smart, he'll listen. He'll listen to the speakers at Eastwood who know more than he does about Jesus. He'll listen. I want to listen and learn. Golly, what if, if I'm only 19 now, what if when I'm 25, if I keep going and if I keep the grace of God in my heart and try, I, I will fail, I will make mistakes, but I know that, it's, that there was only one perfect one and they nailed him to a cross. So I'm unworthy. I'm going to fail. I'm going to slip. But my safety net is the people, the church, and first and foremost, my Father God and Jesus. For I now know where I'm headed. And at 55, do you know how good it is to know that the road you're on is finally okay. You're, doesn't, doesn't make me a better person. It makes me, hopefully, a better disciple. Hopefully, better prepared to pray for an individual who may just need to hear something that I've experienced or that I've lived through. And they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Y'all, I can tell them, honestly, I've seen it. I've met the train. It hurts, but God will pick you up, and he will. And if they say, well, how can you be so sure? Well, I could answer with faith, but through my past, I have the opportunity to answer with experience. And that sometimes I feel like is as important, or that brings the importance to listening in a conversation. People around us, society, it's gotten harder, hasn't it, y'all? It, it, it's gotten harder. Things 
Um, <laughs> clout. Do y'all know what you know? Y'all know what clout means. I had some twenty-one-year-olds uh, walk up today and say, "Hey, you're the old man. What does clout mean?" <laughs> and I said, "Having power to pack a punch, you know, or just having the clout to go get it done." Well, it's funny that the things that we grew up knowing and the ways we were taught have changed. And it's almost not as funny as it is sad. Because they've taken things away from our children that we were blessed with. We were blessed with getting to say the prayer in school, the Lord's Prayer. We were blessed with... with um, I hope this is okay to say, we were blessed with getting a spanking. I think sometimes today people worry, well, what if they see me spank my child? Well, our Lord tells us to teach our children. Spanking may not be the answer. Time out may be the answer. However your, your family handles it. Um, sorry, Josh, I was a spanker. <laughs> So, but the intentions, our intentions, I think, will always, will always be there for the best. For those that we know, those that we love, those that love us, those that have brought me this far, and those that I hope will help me to my next rock. I want to be able to reach out and be able to grab a hand. And whether I know God's got one hand, what if one of you guys can grab the other one? And just pull me to that next rock. You know, I would love it. If I can find someone in need during a day, it's always, I don't want to say it's always on my mind. Because as our day goes, our day goes. And, some, and time does fly. You know, you get carried away, you get carried away and things going on. And you have a, a neighbor, a friend, an employee, a teammate who, who's down. It would be easy to say, oh, I got too busy to take time to ask George or Joe or Billy Bob what was wrong. I just made a mistake. Nothing, nothing in this world to me is, and God tells us, nothing in this world is as important as what we have waiting for us in the next. Because we have Him. If we don't have the, um, and it, sometimes it takes courage. So I'll go ahead and say it. If we don't have the courage to, to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations and to present an idea to someone that they may not want to hear because they're steadfast in their lifestyle, everything's fine with me, Daryl, I don't need your help. Okay, maybe you don't. But if I have the courage and if I'm truthful, what if what I say next hurts their feelings? Not because I'm any better, but because I, I know it, and I've seen it, and I lived it. I don't want to hurt their feelings. I want to ask them to have dependence upon someone other than themselves and other than me, even praying for them. You have got to have, in my opinion, dependence upon God to get you through everything. I've been scared to death all day. This is not, I don't know how you guys do it, this is not an easy spot 
in this house of the Lord. Um, but we're told to step out of our comfort zone, right? So I was proud when I spoke with Ed, and Ed said, well, or maybe I said it, but, but he, you know, my name got put on the list for Wednesday nights. Wasn't proud as much as I was blessed. I thought, wow, maybe I have come far enough in my short little 19 years to be able to say something that someone can take away from. Yeah, I'm, I'm 55, soon be 56 in years. But in my Christian growth, I am just so energetic and overwhelmed. And I'm sure when you see me in the sound booth, it comes out, you know, because I am up there praising God. If the Holy Spirit takes over, there is nothing more Chris nor Pat nor I can do. So we back up and we say, Lord, steal the show. That's like tonight. It's me speaking, but it's him you came to hear. So I ask again, Lord, steal my show. It is so powerful when you can be in the middle of a situation and there is no explanation of how this situation came out this way other than God. I love those moments. I love those moments of the truth is told and no one can take credit for it except God. And that, in all reality, is me. Not that I'm all that, but I am God's child. Mama, I love you, but I'm more proud to be God's child than I am yours. That, to me, is something that I hope one day my son says to me. And he will. He's growing. We'll all grow. And I just hope that we can teach as we grow. And the uncomfortableness I was talking about is it's, you know, it's a little bit easier to get in here or in, or in a Sunday school classroom and, and, and speak about God because you know everybody in the room is there for the same reason. The uncomfortable part is when you step maybe to that next rock over, over here to this rock and you're in an uncomfortable position where you've never been before. But yet you have God to fall back on. I have God to fall back on when I was worrying all day. I didn't write down a bunch of notes. I didn't write down a lot of what Daryl wanted to say because I didn't want Daryl to say it. I wanted God to come through and take over and maybe put words in my mouth that someone can take and, and ease, maybe not a pain, but a worry. Worry is a hard a hard chain to drag around. You know, my wife tells me a lot, if you don't have anything to worry about, you'll go find something, won't you? <laughs> well, honey, that's me. But I have learned to, to, to get better. I have learned to cut the chain and follow the faith. I don't have to be tied to my rock by a chain or a strap. I want to be there. I want to be on that rock. I don't want the turbulence that is coming my way. None of us do. None of us want bad news. We enjoy the pristine, clear, smooth water that comes our way, and we offer God the blessings and the thanks that, for that. But when we have the, the unexpected tree limb coming down the creek at our rock, 
It's coming. Bow down and pray. Pray. Know that if it knocks you off your rock, God will pick you right back up. Right back up and put you right there. And then what if you're there long enough and you're stable enough, as I said before, to reach down and help someone else going by? I know my life in those years earlier, before 2001, was just going by like a car out of control. I didn't know what road I was on. I didn't know what path I was headed down. I couldn't tell you if I was on the right or the wrong path. Today, I can't. Today, God has taught me that those were very wrong paths. Today, I want to find people who may just need a hand, may just need someone who's, who can say, it's okay that you're dirty. I was dirty. It's okay that you're broken. I've been broken. You have to feel those things. You have to feel the bottom side to know when you're, when you're walking with God. You have to feel the bad, and you have to, I think you have to experience it to enjoy the comfort of God's cradle. And that, that, that's where I find myself today. As a, as a young Christian yearning to learn all I can, I find myself in a comfortable position waiting for the other foot to fall, mind you, but praying to Father God Almighty because I know that even if it does, even if it does, He will handle it. I don't need to bail out. Sometimes I've got to find the courage of Peter to step, he stepped out of the boat Sometimes, what if God is calling me to take that next step to that next rock? And it's uncomfortable, and I'm scared. I'll pray. But I pray more that I have the courage to take the step. Even if I slip, even if I slip, because I will be picked back up, I just need the courage to take the step. You know, our signs say entering the mission field as we go out into the streets. And in, in today's world, our children, our neighbors, our leaders, they all need us to pray for them. They, if they haven't found our Lord Jesus Christ, they need him. He would help them make better decisions. I know he sure has me. I know my time when you... Um, Law of averages, my time before him, a lot of mistakes were made. My time with him, I still make mistakes. I do, but it's okay. The water behind me is clean, all by the grace of God. Ed, I'm not sure how long I'm supposed to go, but I think, um, y'all, I think that's what I wanted to say. That's what I, I, I thought about, and those are the words that the Lord has presented me with. And I think that, if anything, it's an honor, and it's, a, it's, it's very humbling. It's very humbling. I think honor might not be the right word. I think humbling is, is a, a more profound word for the situation. It's humbling to get the opportunity to share, even if it's things that you may or may not have experienced in your life. It's humbling to stand up here and, and know 
that things that I, five, ten years ago, would have been embarrassed to talk about. I, I think as a new Christian, I was scared. So I, I hid in my little cubby with my Bible, and I prayed, and I kept it all to myself. And I'm like, in one way, that's smart. You've got to get yourself right. You know, if you want to walk next door, you better have your own yard cleaned up, right? So it helped me to get my yard cleaned up. And even with my weeds, if I can help someone in their yard, may God grant me the grace to know when to look down and see that troubled individual going by me. May God give me the courage to ask that particular individual if I can help them. May God give me the wisdom to stop them in their tracks. Not tell them I'll pray for them, but stop and pray with them right then and right there. With that, y'all, I'd like to, I'd like to close in prayer, if that's okay. And as I'm closing, if any of you have anything on your heart, now would be the time to, to take the opportunity to come to the altar. And if it's a worry, if it's a blessing that you want to thank God for, if it's something going on, please take advantage. Take advantage of this house. Take advantage of these opportunities that the Lord has presented us with. Father God, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak. I don't, I don't know how I could have gotten through it without you. I know that, well, I don't. I was going to say I know that people may say, well, you did a great job, Daryl, as a friend. That wasn't my goal, Lord. My goal was to hear your words and to present your words. And I hope I've done that. I hope I have done right by you, God. And I, y'all, I don't know how else to say it. I hope that if my life can, can show people that even the worst of us can be saved, then there is hope. And with faith, we will go to that next rock. Or if you look at it in a different manner, with faith and with Father God, we can and we will take our next step. In Jesus' name I pray. Let's go ahead and stand right now if you have a decision to make. Sarah's down here. Brother Ed's down here to receive you. Sing this now.